This podcast is part of a series explaining how various regulatory agencies in the United States address minimum product and appliance energy efficiency standards. Hello and thanks for listening. I'm Justin Wiley and I'm here speaking with Alex Bosenberg, Director of Regulatory Affairs for the National Electrical Manufacturers Association about minimum energy efficiency performance standards affecting NEMA member products in North America. As of this recording, Alex has been with NEMA for 14 years, 12 of those in government relations working on these and similar areas. Hey, Alex, what are we going to talk about today? Well, thank you, Justin. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about the U.S. Department of Energy and specifically a kind of rulemaking called a direct final rule or DFR. In the past couple of modules, you talked about other DOE rulemakings. Uh, What is a direct final rule and how does it fit into the DOE rulemaking scheme? Uh, A direct final rule or DFR is a straight path to a new or revised energy efficiency regulation. See, the the Department of Energy has the authority granted by Congress several years ago to bypass the long drawn out notice and comment process and skip to the end sort of, but only when certain factors are present and requirements are satisfied. And in that case, it can happen very quickly. Hmm. How, How quickly? Uh, one or two years. Uh, that may not seem fast, but compared to three to five years for a notice and comment rulemaking, it's it's definitely a lot faster. That is a lot faster. What makes a DFR special and faster? Well, the DFR process allows DOE to implement uh, regulation when the department can demonstrate that an adequately representative group of stakeholders representing more than just uh, you know one sector, um, so Manufacturers, energy efficiency advocates, and others have agreed to detailed terms and conditions for a new regulation and that they, uh, the agreed upon conditions are well documented and data driven. Wow, it sounds like a lot. How much detail is needed? Well, because petitioners are asking for immediate action, they have to include enough supporting documentation and data to prove their case. So the DOE has the needed material to justify accepting this outside analysis without having done their own data gathering analysis independently. So if the submitted request is detailed enough, DOE can just check their work and not have to dive as deeply into, uh, into the process as normal rulemakings? Exactly. Are DFRs common? Well, no, unfortunately. Uh, NEMA and a few of our allies have asked for a few and been denied. Why if DOE already has the authority to act? Uh, They're scared a little bit. Um, The attorneys would call it something else. But uh, what happened is uh, DOE published a DFR a few years ago and was sued by a party that claimed they had standing in the sector, but they were not involved in negotiations. And because of that bad experience on their first DFR, they're a little gun shy. Mm. So how can these kind of concerns be mitigated and uh, DOE continue to use the the DFR when asked? Well, that's a good question. Um, The DOE has added a step to the process where they invite public comment on a petition before they just go diving deeply into uh, the review of the submission. Um, And so when a public support seems present for a published petition, then DOE, instead of doing direct final rules, has done uh, something similar to a negotiated rule where they go straight to a notice of proposed rule uh, and to gather public comments. So they sort of a truncated rulemaking. Mm-hmm. Has NEMA participated uh, in a DFR recently? We did, uh, and we did it with PHTA. We asked the DOE to enact <laughs> a regulation for replacement motors for pool pump systems. Um, the uh, 
pool pump for the benefit of the listeners, the dedicated purpose pool pump systems regulations that were negotiated several years ago set a very high bar. Uh, and there were a lot of investments made by pool pump companies uh, in making those better products. And they were worried about sales being undercut by people repairing in the field. So we thought making the motors more efficient would help. And so we petitioned the DOE for that. Great example, one I'm familiar with. Uh, was a DFR for pool pump motors published? No. Um, during the time DOE was reviewing it, there were some state level actions and uh, they created their California created their own pool pump requirements and that wasn't aligned with the request. Uh, and then that broke down our um, alignment in the petition because California was a petitioner. Mm, so California then put the brakes on the request. Well, not completely. Uh, it's probably more fair to say that the passage of time changed national conditions. So DOE may not be able to take advantage of a DFR partition because of their process and the time it takes? Well, basically, I mean, since they retain the authority to enact a direct final rule, we'll continu continue to consider them when we review potential paths into a regulatory outcome. But uh, I mean, the DFR process is still a tool in the toolbox, even if it isn't always the best tool. Mm. You know, this is a lot of information, and I'm wondering if uh, if Anima section wants to hear more. Do you provide training on the Department of Energy and uh, the DFR process? Yes, I'm happy to. Um, I usually attend section meetings when they have products in scope of DOE rules, uh, especially if they're in a rulemaking. And I uh, respond to email and telephone questions routinely. If a section would like me to give a specific brief or a general brief about regulations uh, or you know any of these podcasts, I'm happy to do so. There's a companion brief for all of my podcasts, a PowerPoint brief that is, and I can present that or just share it. Hmm, interesting. So now that we've wrapped this up, what is the next podcast about? Well, I'll talk about some of the paths or processes that establish energy efficiency regulations through legislation. We look forward to that. And on behalf of myself and those listening, thank you for talking about the Department of Energy and its Energy Conservation Standards Program. You're very welcome. Welcome.